This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got a fascinating show in store for you today with uh, my guest who's going to be on the phone today. So that's why you only get to see me on the Facebook live stream. Um, welcome, Ellen, on the Facebook live. We already got a viewer. Hey, how are you doing? So um, it's a beautiful day here in New York City. And I want to let everybody know right off the bat that the Conscious Consultant Hour is now being brought to you by the Awaken Fair. Yes, we have uh, created a promotional uh, partnership with the Awaken Fair. Uh, I will be there at the New York Awaken Fair July 29th, uh, Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Roger Hotel. You can find out all about it at awakenfair.com. So go check them out. All right, now let's get into it. Let's see about our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe, go for it, not once, but again and again and again, whatever it takes. Because in the end, with arms held high in the winner's circle, beaming with joy, as light as a feather, crying your eyes out, you'll see how fantastically disproportionate the rewards are for the effort expanded, the risks taken, and the price paid, no matter how many false starts you endured. And you'll be astounded by how quickly you made it. Even though when the going got tough and your spirits ebbed, you thought you'd never, ever say ever, quote, see the day. Tally ho, the universe. Ah, I like this quote from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us again and again that there is no giving up. That as long as we have breath in our bodies, as long as we have a heartbeat, as long as we have a dream in our minds, there's something for us to do. There's something for us to go for. There's that dream we're looking to bring into life. There's that vision we have that will be made manifest. And that vision may, may shift and change over time. You know, it may morph. It may change. That's okay. And it doesn't matter how many times we didn't get it quite right. Things didn't f get fulfilled the way we expected. Um, things just didn't turn out the way we wanted. That's no excuse for not continuing, for not still putting one foot in front of another. That's what life is. It's a series of putting one foot in front of the other and to just keep moving forward. And the funny thing is, and, and this I can attest to, that no matter how long it takes to get there, that one day you're going to look back and it's going to be, wow, I can't believe how quickly this happened. Because it's not that it happened so quickly or overnight, but oftentimes all that effort we made, all the, 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 the processes we went through, all the intentions we had, 
even if they didn't seem to manifest the way we expected, they were all laying the foundation work. They, they were planting the seeds, tilling the soil, fertilizing those seeds. And those seeds may never seem to have sprouted. And they were just there lying dormant under the ground. Until then, one day, suddenly, everything just clicked. What we have been working so hard for suddenly became effortless. What we've been doing, what we've been dreaming about, suddenly started to appear before our eyes in lightning speed. So it seemed like it, it almost happened overnight. But it didn't happen overnight. You'd been working towards it your entire life. But it feels like it. It really feels like, wow, I can't believe how quickly that happened. So never give up. Never give in. Those dreams of yours are being dreamed for a reason, for a purpose. And they will have their day. Rest assured. All right. Ah, I like that quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. In your action, you lose sight of the vision. You lose sight of your trust in the process. And you just bang around in a sense of futility. Hold the vision. Hold and told you the vision and trust that the universe will acclimate to your vision. Hold the vision and trust the process. Abraham. Wow. These are two, these are like two, almost the same quotes, practically. I've, I'm not quite sure I've ever had two quotes from both the universe and Abraham that were so closely related. Um, so again, Abraham is saying practically the same thing. You, you may have a vision for something. You have this dream. You have something you want to accomplish. And you, you're, you're, you have this thing and you're working towards it and working towards it. And sometimes it feels like you're bumping around and you don't know what you're doing and it's not happening. But as long as you hold the vision, the vision will be made manifest doesn't matter how many days, weeks, months, years, decades it may take as long as that dream is still present in your mind, in your heart, in your body and in your spirit it absolutely will be made manifest. Because again, these dreams are not just dreams. They are not fantasies. They are inspiration from the universe. They are inspiration from our core, from our soul, from our spirit, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I don't care what label you want to put on it. But they are absolutely, absolutely divinely inspired, no matter how silly, how crazy, how outrageous they may be. If there wasn't a reason for us to have them, we wouldn't have had them. And again, maybe it's not about manifesting them in that exact way that we envision them. And maybe it's not about manifesting them at all. Maybe it's just about having that inspiration to work towards something that leads you to something else, which may lead you to something else, which may lead you to meet somebody else, which may then bring you to a different community. It may bring you to something different. And then suddenly, boom, there you are. And the vision is realized. And you never in a million years would have imagined that that's where you would have ended up. <laughs> I say all the time, you know, the universe has a much better imagination than I do. And yeah, I have big, wild, audacious dreams. Will they come about into existence? I have no idea. But I know that they're there for a reason. I know that they're there to inspire me. I know that they're there to keep me moving forward one step at a time. And yes, sometimes I go sideways and sometimes I go backwards. And sometimes I'm just standing still stagnating because I don't know what to do next. But as long as I keep 
putting one foot in front of the other. As long as I just keep moving forward, I know one day I am going to end up in a beautiful place. And it's going to happen in the blink of an eye. And it may not feel like a blink of an eye, and it may not seem like a blink of an eye, but it was a blink of an eye. So, two wonderful, beautiful, amazing quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Again, very much in alignment with each other, and uh, hopefully very much in alignment with our guest today. And uh, it is my pleasure to welcome to the show Art Drentlau. Art has studied the teachings of over 30 spiritual masters and mentors for the past 30 years. He understands how the process of creation works and can explain it simply and easily in understandable terms. He wants us to know that we are here on earth to experience ecstasy uh, because it is our birthright. He reminds us that there are two aspects of our being, the larger non-physical eternal higher self, also called the soul, and the physical mind we have come to call the ego. They are designed to work in harmony, but the higher self will not force itself upon you. We will have to allow them to work together. We have the complete freedom to think and believe and act any way you choose. Your thoughts and beliefs and are processed through universal law and become your experiences. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Art. How are you doing today? Fantastic, and thank you for having me. Oh, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. All right, before we get going, oh, a couple of more shout-outs. Eugenia Hassan, fellow co-host on Talk Radio NYC, welcome to the Facebook Live. And uh, Hassan, I'm glad you found uh, my quotes inspirational. You're much, much appreciated, and you are a very talented being, sir, so don't you dare give up ever. Um, so Art, I mean, you've been uh, banging around sort of this, this, this spiritual movement world for many years. What got you started on the path? Was it something that just from the time you were a little kid, you always had some, so, some inclination towards, or did something kind of happen that sort of opened your eyes and, and got you on that path? Well, what opened my eyes, and I didn't realize this at the time, it, it, it came to me later. When I was uh, 17 or so, I was over at my friend's house, and, I, and, and his mother had a friend over, and I was walking through the room, and I heard a comment about a collective consciousness. And I made a mental note that, that at that time, and I didn't know I was making this mental note, and I now know that it was my higher mind making that mental note. And I was saying to myself, this makes a lot more sense than what I was learning at church. Uh, so that was my first experience. Mm -hmm. And then the, the second thing that caught me was when I was in the Navy running a simulated prisoner of war camp for Navy personnel that had a chance of being captured in Vietnam. Right. And you have to go through the school first and they know you're coming there, so they beat you up pretty good. Wow. And I was just absolutely flabbergasted at how easy it was to brainwash people, even in a simulated situation. Ah. And so that set me out as to try and figure out, well, how does the human mind work? Because huh. in general, we have been brainwashed, and in general, the population of the world has become uh, self-limiting and self-sabotaging and self-degradation, when mm. the reality of who we are is the exact opposite of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, all right, I want you to hold that thought right there. We're going to go out and take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into exactly what that means. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And my guest this hour is Art Drentlau, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time to 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. Um, so, Art, you were telling us how um, you were in the Navy and you were doing these, these uh, prisoner of war simulations and you found uh, from... Uh, from these simulations, how e easy or how malleable a person's mind is. Um, oh, actually, Hassan has a good comment for us on the Facebook Live. J. Michael Straczynski, who's um, an amazing uh, producer and science fiction writer, he did Babylon 5, pinpointed the self-sabotaging phenomena for creative people as, quote, the tyranny of reasonable voices, meaning uh, that the doubts you have all have all sounds so grounded in reality. Mm. Yeah, there's more to it, but that's all I can see at the moment. Um, so, so Art, so, so you, you saw how, like, you know, we're actually pretty, pretty impressionable. We're pretty um, suggestible. Um, where did that take you from there? I mean, while, while you were still in the, the, the Navy, were, were you still kind of researching it? Or like once you got out, you started to really investigate things further? Well, when I got out of the Navy, I, you know, uh, wanted to get married and have a good job and all those kinds of things, which I, I did a lot of that. But the next thing kicked in for me in uh, 1986 when I was listening to Wayne Dyer on the radio. Uh. And, and I said, well, that makes a lot of sense to me. And that clicked in back to when I was 17 in the collective consciousness. And so the two things started to fall into place. So I said to myself, well, I want to find a church that teaches what Wayne Dyer teaches. Uh. And I found Unity of Akron, mm -hmm. and I went there, and all of a sudden everything started to make sense. And I got very involved there. In fact, I got a group of uh, four Unity churches together here in Northeast Ohio, and uh -huh. we brought Wayne Dyer into the front row theater, and I got oh, to meet wow. him do a BNMC for him. And then later on, Hay House contacted me and wanted me to do a show with Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra, and oh, I was wow. the MC for that. And that sort of started the ball rolling of my 30-year study. Wow. So how long ago was that that you got to do that with Wayne Dyer and Deepak? That was, well, it was back in 1991. 91. Wow. That's and so I got days. to see Wayne grow over the years to where he's, you know, he's been a guest with Abraham, as you know. Yes, yes. Wow. Oh, that's he, great. He's made his transition. Right, so you've been really deep studying this stuff for a long time. Yeah, there was more aha moments all along the way. You I'm know? Sure. And then when I would hear something that didn't make sense, now I know it was my higher self saying, well, uh, that part's right, but this other part, that, that's not right. And so I would keep looking and looking and looking. Gotcha. And, and how were these... And about, 
Go ahead. Uh, I just want to ask you, like, how were these studies, and, and, and you're, you're, you're really getting deeply involved with this, how did that start to affect your day-to-day life? Did you see any shifts, any changes in just what was happening around you, what you were experiencing? Well, it, in the beginning, yes, it was very helpful. Uh, that's what, uh, right after I first found uh, Wayne Dyer's teachings, mm-hmm. and things were getting better for me at work and so on and so forth. And then there was another lull, if you will, for a number of years. And most recently, uh, oh, most recently, probably four years ago, I found mm-hmm. Abraham Hicks. Uh-huh. Even though they have been doing it since about the same time yeah. that I you know, about the same time frame. And when I found them, the dominoes started to all line up with more, you know, aha moments coming very quickly. Okay. And then I found Bashar, who I think you're familiar with as well. And I'm sorry, who was that? Bashar. Oh, Bashar. Bashar, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And he's explaining things a little bit more scientifically and mm-hmm. from the standpoint of physics. And so, between the two of them, that's where I've done the major, my major study, and that's when things really started to come into place to where, you know, things are really working well for me now. Wow, okay, cool. So, so what would you say is sort of the heart of what the message is for you or from you that you want people to know? Well, first and foremost, we are far more than we have come to believe. Okay. We're, and I, I have a good uh, good news, bad news joke for you. Uh-oh. Okay, what's which, the good news? Which do you want to hear first, the good news or the bad news? Uh, I always like to hear the good news first. Well, the good news is you're the only one standing in the way of your experiencing magnificence. Ooh, okay. What's the bad news? You're the only one standing in the way of your experiencing magnificence. I see, I see. Because we forget too often that we have a higher self. And when the higher self or the higher mind works in harmony with the ego, we can experience great things. But when the ego takes over, that's when when things don't go well. Right. Or they're right. as, as good as we would like them, for sure. So why, why, why is this such an epidemic that we keep forgetting this connection? Is it, is it uh, sort of societal-based? Is it, is it just naturally the way we are? Is it just the way the world is? Well, why do we keep forgetting? Well, we have been brainwashed, if you will, for thousands of years, which started with religion. Mm. That, you know, you're the worm of the dust kind of thing. And that's gone on for so long that it's ingrained. And when we are, when we're growing up, when we first come in as children, we don't have any of these negative concepts. We're highly connected between our higher minds and our egos. And it's, it's the society and our parents, not that they knowingly are doing this, but it's, you know, these learned experiences that we've had that build up momentum mm-hmm. of these negative things. And that's the main problem. So we, we have to, the biggest thing we have here is all things are possible, only believe. And I'll explain that a little bit more. But the main thing is we live in an attraction-based universe that has no concept of no, Hmm. meaning when you think, I don't want this, I don't want this, or you have a war against something, like we have a war against poverty, you're actually attracting it to you. And we we don't realize that. We think we're doing a good thing. Oh, we want a war against drugs. Well, that's a good thing, right? Right, right. And that's that's like one of the main teachings, I think, of Abraham is that, you know, wherever our attention goes, our energy flows, and that's what expands and that the, the universe doesn't know what a not sign is. It's, it only exactly. reads the images and whatever image we hold 
in our consciousness, that's what we're going to attract and that's what's going to manifest. Right. Gotcha. And these things get ingrained to where they're second nature to us. We don't even know that they're happening because we've done it a, a thousand times. So it's like uh, you don't have to think about how to tie your shoe anymore. You just know how right. to do it. And, and your fingers and everything, that all the intelligence there knows what to do. Well, that's sort of what the same thing has happened with all these negative things that we've had for thousands of years. They become ingrained. Mm -hmm. So what we have to do is write a new story and override right. that. Right. But at, the, but at the same time, we can't belittle ourselves for having done this because that only adds to the problem. Right. So it's like Abraham says, um, excuse me, where did I put that? What is Abraham's favorite saying? Oh, you can't get it wrong. Well, that's exactly right. right. And he also says you'll you'll never get it done. Right. That ha that has a little bit of a negative connotation to me. But when you figure out what's going on, you won't want to get it done because you're now married. Your higher mind and your ego are now working in harmony. Right, right. And there's, there's just no such thing as getting it done because there's always more to create. More to do. Yeah, more to do. Uh, more to expand into. Right. Uh, our friend Hassan on the Facebook Live says negativity becomes muscle memory. Um, yeah. Right. We just we, we get so used to it. It's like going to gym lifting weights. It just becomes sort of a reactive, instinctual part of us. And we don't really uh, we don't put any awareness towards it. So it just happens automatically. So what are yeah. some of the processes that you recommend to people to turn that around, to to bring more awareness to those things and to sort of shift that muscle memory so that it is more in alignment with uh, our higher self? Well, meditation for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, you need positive meditations and keep thinking better and better thoughts. You know, that's a great one from, from um, Abraham. Mm -hmm. And the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah. You know, uh, that's actually very, very powerful, but people wrap it off. Right, it's, right. It's not. It's a very powerful song because when you start worrying, you're just adding. You're just putting more energy into it. Yeah, I think uh, Abraham says worry is a misuse of imagination. Oh, no, that was uh, Einstein used to say that worry is a misuse of imagination. Right. And we, the diseases that we get are all mental diseases. When you think these negative thoughts over and over again, they literally crystallize in the body. And right. so you can get these different things. You may be familiar with Louise Hay. She put a book together where she spells all of this out. Yep. And that's yep. what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I actually have this thick reference book called The Language of the Body, I think it's called, um, that is, is, uh, goes into even greater detail about sort of what is the emotional energetic, uh, uh, energetics behind, um, uh, disease and, and, and specific points in the body. Ah, and, and uh, we have some more uh, viewers on the Facebook Live. Welcome, Cole. Welcome, Lay. Lay says, also human beings are vulnerable, have desires like hunger, fear, attachment, getting horny, and ego. So if we don't safeguard our desires, it is, easily to be it is easy to be manipulated by other people and get lost. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Thank you, Lay. Um, okay, we're going to take a, a qu another quick break. And uh, when we come back, let's talk about, all right, let's talk about shifting that consciousness. All right, we talked about meditation. Let's see what else we can do. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Keep those comments on the Facebook Live coming. And if you're enjoying this show, please share the video. Let your friends know about it. Don't keep us the best secret in New York City. Uh, we want to be no secret at all. We want everyone to know about it. So send it out there. And we will be right back after these messages. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I'm very happy you are all here. Oh, we got lots and lots of comments on the Facebook Live. Um, <laughs> Hassan says he's currently downloading the entire Bobby McFerrin discography. <laughs> all right, Hassan. And Cole says, the body speaks its own unique language and physically manifests our conscious and subconscious thought patterns. Yes, absolutely. This is 100% true, right? The body is is really like the grounding mechanism for all of this. Whatever energies we're holding, whatever thoughts we're thinking, wherever our focus is, our, our body is going to manifest that in some way, isn't it, Art? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I mean, there are a lot of people out there who, who kind of put off a lot of this stuff as, as uh, fantasy, as, 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 as uh, you know, uh, uh, woo-woo stuff, as, as things that don't, aren't real, don't really make a difference. Um, have you worked with people? Have you, like, helped to empower people with, this, uh, with these ideas, with this knowledge, and seen a change in their lives? Yes, but not as many as I would like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if maybe you can uh, give us like an anonymous story or something that that sounds, uh, uh, you know, that that can really illustrate maybe some of the points that we're making. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hint to you, and I'm not going to give you the full version of this story. Okay. But uh, but I should maybe backtrack slightly. Uh, right. Most of your friends have heard about the story of um, Victor Frankl. Victor Frankl, yes. Man in Search of okay. Meaning and being in the concentration camps in Nazi Germany during World War II. Exactly. One day he looked out and in a crack in the concrete he saw a flower growing. And he said, if that flower can survive here, so can I. And mm -hmm. so he set about studying the guards and the inmates, and when he got out, he wrote that book, Man's Search for Meaning. I have a story of another inmate who was in a Nazi death camp, and he actually thrived. Wow. He, thri he thrived in a Nazi death camp. Wow. Can you, can you imagine that? Can you imagine any experience <sighs> that you could have in your life that would be worse wow than being in a Nazi death camp. Uh, I, I, I can't imagine one, and I don't want to imagine one, because that's pretty much uh, the, 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 the worst part of human beings, I think, got expressed in those places. 
exactly. But he used the training that you and I are talking about right now. It was a man to actually thrive in that death camp. Mm-hmm. And he made a shift. He watched his entire family of his wife, two daughters, and two sons machine gunned in front of him. Mm. They didn't take his life because he spoke several languages and they wanted to use him. Uh. And he, he said in that moment, I have to make a decision. I can either hate these people that just did this or I can decide to love them. Mm. And he said, I've been an attorney for most of my life and I've seen what hate can do to people. So he decided, no matter how much longer he would live, that he would love the people that he just watched machine gun his family and anybody that he came in contact with. Wow. And that's what he did. Wow. He was, they found him six years later in this concentration camp, and he was in the peak of hell. Wow. That's amazing. And the story has been told, what I just mentioned to you, but how it was done has never been mentioned. And yes. I'm putting that in a book because ah. I believe that this intuitively came to me because I was led to this story having first, you know, worked in a, in a simulated prisoner of war camp mm. and then hearing Victor Frankel's story. Uh, I also heard about Chet LaHaye. Are you familiar with Chet LaHaye? No, I'm not. He was a native wind talker who Uh was in a Nazi concentration camp. And that's another very powerful uh, story. Uh And then this this third one came to me about how this man thrived in the death camp. But that's all they told. Mm. And it came to me intuitively as to how it was done, and I'm putting that in a book. Oh, wonderful! What do you did? You have a ti- working title for the book? Uh, no, I do not. <laughs> That's a good question. I need to come up with one. Yeah, you have to come up with one so we can start the, mm, talking about it. Um. So. Th- you know, th- there's a lot that that we can do. I mean, I've I've you know been to Tony Robbins. Uh, you know, I've heard a lot of stories from Tony Robbins about the power of persistence and human spirit and human will. Um, do you feel there's a difference between personal development and spiritual development? Well, yeah, but they're still linked. Okay. And the link that you need to have is when when you know that no matter here's another thing that people forget you cannot do anything bad enough in your entire life to be punished Hmm. and you know are you familiar with Abraham's explanation of what happened to Hitler when he committed suicide no he went back into pure bliss uh, he did not go to. He did not go to pure purgatory. He was not punished. Right. Nothing like. Nothing like that. Right. Right. He went. He went back to pure bliss. Because that's where he came from. And they, Abraham gives a much longer explanation than mm, I right, just gave. Right. But I think that's a very important fact for people to know, because we all think, oh, Judgment Day is coming. Well, that's right. crock. Judgment Day was at the beginning of time, and you were judged as whole and perfect. Ah, I like that. Yeah, I know. That's a very hard thing for many, many people um, to accept, especially those, you know, whose families were affected so deeply by what he did. But that, like, literally everybody, even the worst person in the world, whoever that is for you, like, when they transition, they're not going to go to some hell and burn for all eternity, they're going back into the same unity bliss consciousness that we all are. Oops. Oh, I think we lost Art. All right. Hopefully he will call back in. Um, uh, but 
what he was what we were talking about is sort of you know this idea that has kind of been promulgated by by most religions that there's a heaven and there's a hell and when you die you're going to go one place or another place and and there was even um I forget the name of the priest it was an older video that I saw recently posted on Facebook about this priest who basically admitted that the church came up with the whole idea of hell to control people, that the whole purpose of the whole concept of hell and punishment was really about, you know, controlling people and that and controlling people through fear. And that was the main thing is this idea of hell um, was really, you know, just the device of a small group of people to control the populations through fear. And I believe we have Art back on the line. We, we lost you there for a second, Art. Yeah, sorry about that. And I, I just heard your comment about hell, and I wanted to make a comment about that because you're exactly right. Go ahead. There's a, there was a place called Hella, and right. what they were really trying to say was it, it, it's a purification process. Oh. Hella was a, gar- was a garbage dump. Ah, that's okay. where you would put the garbage to purify it. Oh. Because when you burn something, you kill all of the uh, the germs and so on and so forth. Right. So that right. that's how a lot of these things got misconstrued. Mm. And the Bible has been bastardized by the leaders of our, you know, from the ancient times. Right. To control people, just like you were saying. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And that it's really become time for people to wake up and really um, take back their own authority and not just, you know, give the authority to somebody else who says you have to listen to everything it says in this book word for word. And this is what it means. This is my interpretation of it. And you have to follow my interpretation that the time has come um, to change uh, our uh, perspective on this and to uh, for for everybody individually and that means you know not even believing a word that art or I say but go out and find it out for yourself exactly <coughs> That's um, exactly right thank you uh, I'm curious have you seen a, a shift just in people in general who you talk to and work with over the last 30 years, do you feel like um, there has been a change in consciousness and in general in the population? Have things gotten better or worse? Well, what's, your, what's your perspective on that? Yeah, there's a definite shift taking place. Way back when, when I told you about 87, I read a book that said there was going to be a spiritual revolution take place. Right. And that's what's taking place right now. The end of the Mayan calendar was not this doomsday thing. Right. It represented a shift in world consciousness from being slightly negative to slightly positive. So there is a spiritual speed up taking place right now on mm. Earth. And that's part of my goal is to help speed up the speed up, if you will. <laughs> so, so yes, there is a shift taking place. More and more people are, become, are becoming awakening, if you will. I should, awakening is not the right word. It, no? It's reawakening. Reawakening. These are things okay. that we knew and we forgot, and now we've got to remember them. Okay, great. All right, I want you to hold on to that thought. And when we come back, I want to talk about the difference between awakening or reawakening and ascension, because I hear a lot of people talking about ascension. Um, and I want to talk about the difference between the two concepts, okay? Sure. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And we are brought to you now by the Awaken Fair. You can find out all about this great metaphysical fair happening in New York City uh, the end of July, July 29th at AwakenFair.com. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you? 
you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. unhappy with your body shape or size ever feel out of control with food i'm elizabeth tripp your host of nourish the soul join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life join us every wednesday at my new time 7 p.m eastern standard time on talkradio.nyc TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Art Dentral. De- I'm sorry, Art. Say your name again for me. Last name one more time. Drent Lau. Drent Lau. Thank you very much. Um, uh, so uh, before we went to break, I mentioned to you, um, uh, uh, you know, that, that there's this concept out there. I know some spiritual teachers talk about ascension as opposed to awakening um what do you feel is the difference is there a difference between those two first of all and what is it if there is okay Uh, awakening to me is more or less figuring out oh okay i'm a spiritual being and i'm here having a human experience and i chose to do that the uh, ascension it sounds like it might be the same thing, but there's there's something else that's taking place. And I don't know if we want to put the word ascension on it or not. And that is, we, in our, in our human form right now, we are not capable of some of the more advanced things that um, Esther Hicks feels or it takes on mm-hmm. when Abraham is speaking through her. And the same thing with Bashar. Right. So what's taking place is our bodies are changing. We are changing from a carbon-based system to, I think it's a crystal-based system, if I'm not mistaken. Right, I'm, yes. I might be mistaken on the second part of that term. And maybe you know what that is. Yes, it is. That's, that's the, the, the theory that we are turning into a more crystalline-based system. Yes. That's what's taking place. So we will be able to use more of our um, gifts, if you will. Mm-hmm. The human, they say that the, the humans are only using about 10% of our abilities. Right, right. And, and other civilizations are using much more of their abilities. Right. Uh, as Bashar would say, there are other um, civilizations out there that are using more of their advantages to where they don't necessarily have to communicate like we are doing right now. They intuitively pass information back and forth to one another. Right, right. As, as an example. So that's taking place for the human race as well. Right. Yeah, they say we're moving more towards a unity consciousness. Um, like that's the, yes. the basic advent of, of the Internet and the World Wide Web and how interconnected we are this di- these days through technology was only possible because of the continued uh, improved connection between consciousness. Yes. Um, so, so in your view, 
Is there anything wrong with the world today? I mean, as you said, you wanted to help speed up the speed up. Um, but are things perfect? Are things not perfect? What's your view of, of, of the world as it is? Well, as if you would listen to, uh, well, you do. Abraham, <laughs> he says, there's, well, they say there's nothing wrong with the world. My. Well, that's okay. That's where we can go. We can go to the bliss that we've been talking about ourselves. And I, li- I, liken, it, I liken it this way. Uh, you must remember the movie Scrooge, right? Sure. And the ghost comes and takes Scrooge on this trip. Yeah. Well, right now, I could take you from place to place to place, like the ghosts did, if you will, and show you people living in complete poverty and, you know, and all that kind of jazz, and you would get more, you could possibly get more and more and more and more depressed. Right. But I could also take you around, and I could show you people living lives of magnificent, being mm-hmm. happy, and so on and so forth. Right. And actually, that's what's taking place on our planet. There are more of those good time things taking place and happening if we were to go to those things. And most of our time, we are pretty happy. Right. And actually, we don't need a lot of material things to be happy. Um, right. uh, uh, I mean, recently uh, I met a gentleman who would travel to the Amazon and went to some one of these small remote villages where they don't have electricity or running water. And he said, but they're born happy, they live happy, and they die happy. And, you know, they may never see, you know, more than, you know, the the huts in their village and uh, maybe a couple of tourists that come through once a year and that's it. But they're happy. And that's something I think many people, especially in in this country, uh, would be would 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 love to have, even though they may have their mansions and their cars and everything else, uh, that the happiness is something that's still elusive to them. Yes. Well, that's this. You you nailed it right there. That's the secret. To, to change from where you're at right now, you have to be happy with whatever your circumstances is. We can't go back into this, yeah, but, and all those kinds of things, because right. that just promotes the same thing. Right. Absolutely. So finally get the idea, oh, okay, I can have a much better life, then that's what you need to do, is to start remembering to be happy no matter what circumstances you find yourself in, because... You've just had another aha moment kind of thing. Uh-huh. And that's the other thing is we're the ones that put this attachment to the to the to time. Right. You right. You know, and we talk about uh, past lives and it's more correct to say parallel lives. But that's mm. a concept that's really hard for us to wrap our minds around. Right. Right. But it, it's we're the ones that assign this passage of time when there is only this one moment of now, as Abraham would also say, experienced from a different point of view. Hmm. Yes. Yes. There's only now. You know, we hear all the time people talk about tomorrow or yesterday. There is no tomorrow or yesterday. There is only now. Exactly. Wonderful, Art. Well, Art, listen, it's been a pleasure having you come on the show today and talk about this stuff. If people are interested in in learning more about what you have to say, uh, how do they find out more about you? Well, if they Google my name, Art Drentlau, D-R-E-N-T-L-A-U, they can find me on the Internet by Googling me. Mm-hmm. And they can also send me an email, and I would be happy to converse with them. Wonderful. Great email. Go ahead. Uh, wonderful. What's your email address? Uh, Art. Well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> D R E N T L A U, my last name, at sbcglobal.net. Okay. So D R E N T L A U at. at SBC, SBC Global. Global. Net. 
Wonderful art. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time uh, coming on the show today. I wish you all the best. And uh, you'll let me know when you make it to New York City, right? I will. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me on the show today. You were fantastic. Uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And uh, Take take care. And I really want to thank uh, everybody who's been tuning in on the Facebook Live. So many people, uh, Nicole, Fran, Lara, Ivana, thank you all for tuning in. Hassan, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Um, and, I, and I just want to remind everybody that uh, things are shifting and changing here on the station. And it, and it is with extreme pleasure uh, that I get to let you all know that immediately following my show, uh, we have a brand new show premiering today on the station on talkradio.nyc, Poker Divas with Ellen Lykand. And uh, I'm going to interview her for her first show. So you want to stick around for that. And uh, following that, um, it will be uh, Courtney Hale and her show, uh, Finding the Force, at 2 p.m. So we're kind of, you know, switching things up here on Thursdays. And following her is uh, Kai Cole's uh, Our Daily Magic with her show, Rebirth. And so uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but we've been getting a lot of new shows on the network. We have uh, David Theogartner with his new show, At Home, on Tuesday nights. Um, The shows today, uh, Building the Blockchain on Friday, and a bunch more shows. Uh, in the works so you want to if you have not yet done it go to our website talkradio.nyc sign up for our newsletter just put your email address in click on the get updates button and uh, and please visit our sponsor Awaken Fair awakenfair.com it's happening on July 29th Sunday the last Sunday in July at the Roger Hotel here in Manhattan it's free to attend you don't have to purchase a ticket you can just show up and it is a wonderful metaphysical spiritual new age health oriented fair um lots of great vendors i went there uh to the one they do up in tarrytown back in november and uh, i saw so many old friends it was so great i really hope you guys will come out and let them know that you heard about it from Sam Liebowitz on Talk Radio NYC. You got to do that. Will you do that for me? Will you do that for me? Thank you. I appreciate it. So it's been a pleasure having you all. Stay tuned for Ellen Lykand, uh Poker Divas, in just three and a half minutes on talkradio.nyc. And I will be talking to you then. So take care. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.